everybody take your seat I got a presentation You're gonna sit right here We're gonna have a celebration Everybody here Look at the spreadsheet Everybody get up on dance on your feet Eat some cake Eat some cake It's your corporate What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frotcast, coming at you, not live, from a series of Zoom uh, studios. Uh, Sitting across my computer from me, I have the irregular regular, your co-host, Mr. Matt Lieb. Alexander Lumelton. My name is Alexander Lumelton. And there's a million butts I haven't lumped. But just you wait. Just you wait. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got that out I of the way. I came here to win. You did. Yeah. Well, you're a winner. That's what Alexander Hamilton was, I guess. I don't know. We'll talk about <laughs> it. But we also have uh, your girlfriend, Francesca Fiorentini, joining us. Yes. Yeah. Hi. What a perfect podcast to have me on for. Matt yeah. has rewritten all of Hamilton <laughs> with the word lum, and I've been subjected to it. And it's I didn't know true. this moment. I, I should have known that this moment was going to come, and I just didn't know when or if I would be there for it. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry that I only list your, your only credit as Matt's girlfriend, even though you're oh, uh, yeah. much more accomplished <laughs> than the rest of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, girlfriend to the Star Wars show. Girlfriend <laughs> to... Mm-hmm. Um, Good Mythical Morning. morning. Uh-huh. Um, girlfriend to the show that she founded, but it's also, mostly also Matt's uh-huh. news Co- broke. Co-founder. Co-founder. <laughs> Sorry, Co-founder your real credits my girlfriend. are what? The Bituation Room, Young Turks, uh, anything else? MSNBC. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, don't forget uh, my mainstream national- media credit. Uh, yeah, no, uh, the Bituation Room podcast. It's back up. Listen. Yeah, and coming at us from the Southern Hemisphere, uh, Mr. Andrew Law. You might know him as Illy Boshin on Twitter. That's how I know him. Uh, how's it going? Oh, it's pretty good. How are you guys going? Uh, you know, just uh, just watched Hamilton, so things Woo! are going pretty good for me. I'm it killed pretty all happy. COVID with kindness. Yeah, <laughs> and love. Yeah, with with hot hot raps, we killed COVID together. <laughs> well, we still we still have a queen. So I was very much on the monarchy's side throughout this whole thing. Wait, I didn't know that Australia has a queen? The Queen of England, baby. We're still oh. we're still subjects of the Commonwealth. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you guys yeah, even had a the, referendum coins. and you're like, nah, we like the Queen still. Queen's pretty cool, you know, the, that whole uh pedophile super family thing we kind of like having that, <laughs> that hanging is, over us as an umbrella that's the best part yeah that is, is the best that's the best part is is like just thinking about dude how entrenched is the royal family in having sex with children and yeah. it's like I, we're we're keeping the monarchy till this gets solved you know yeah. do you know so, the queen's uh sign like if i were to ask you like when's her birthday what's her sign do you know oh god um oh i should know this because the public holiday, the Queen's birthday, just occurred. Oh, so you, get, you get the you get the day off work when it's the Queen's birthday. So was it July Fourth? Because that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it's like the the only time that anybody used to do fireworks. So it's very Fourth of July-ish. That's sick. Know? You know what's weird? Twenty uh, first of April. I don't know what sign that makes it. 
Uh, oh, 421? That makes her uh, Hitler. Makes her a pot, it makes her a pot leaf, dude. <laughs> That's her <laughs> <All right>. sign. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know either. Um, uh, is Aries? No. Aries is early April. I don't know. It's it's whatever's before Taurus. Ford Taurus. Maybe it's Taurus. <laughs> I got no idea. I couldn't have yeah. any less of an idea. It about, might be Taurus, actually, Matt. Stuff. I think it is Taurus. Oh, that Which makes sense. Which she is a, a total she is Taurus. Such a Taurus. <laughs> I was gonna say the Queen, super Taurus. Uh, the, what's the her queen rising? Is a Taurus. Yeah, yes. she, she drives a Taurus. Um, <laughs> well, I'm very excited because uh, you know every week Vince gives me some shitty movie to watch. You yep, know, I do. Is, yeah, it's just like, hey, could you watch this shitty movie? And I'm like, fine. And I watch it, and it's like usually solid B plus. And, uh, and then, you know, we talk about it, but this week, um, I would, I would say that, you know, God intervened and said, Uh um, Hamilton, uh, is going to be live streaming on Disney plus. And I was like, that's what we're doing. We're going to watch Hamilton and now we're all going to talk about it. And, uh, and I'm very excited because this is something Vince, uh, Francesca and I one time I forget where we were driving you but we we did a long drive I think to the Bay Area or yeah something. no we were, we were going to the river up the up to the Re- Russian River for that one uh, <laughs> oh yeah was we it, went up to the Russian River to hang out with my friends right yeah was it two fourth of July's ago or something I think so or maybe yeah. it was Memorial Day I don't know it was one of those holidays and I was sad and lonely and I was like can I come on your trip <laughs> yeah and I was like all right bitch get in the car and um. <laughs> So, yeah. And then while we were in the car, I was like, you have to listen to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. And I think we got maybe 20 minutes in before Francesca and I both were like, hey, you get it. Um, <laughs> and because we could tell you weren't you weren't loving it. No. And- well, I also had like a knee jerk dislike for it because I feel like for a year Everybody in New York media, it was all that they would talk about. And yes. and they're like insufferable on their best day. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and it was also, it was like two levels because everybody on media, New York media, Twitter, they always see like movies a little bit ahead of everybody on California yeah, media, yeah. Twitter. And then they of love course. to like have arguments before anyone in the world has seen anything uh, mm-hmm. but besides like a hundred people maybe and then this one right. was worse because it was like that because it's plus, Broadway it was that plus $600 like tickets. tickets yeah plus like a thousand dollars to get a ticket it was like mm-hmm. th- three levels of exclusivity and I was like there's no way that this dumb fucking play can be as good as all these nerds say it is um, yeah also I don't think Matt Civic sitting in the back <laughs> is the best like way to experience Hamilton. I think it's your one of the better time. ways, but fair enough. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's other ways to experience it. So I was like, I all right, I'll, I... I'll finally watch this shit. And then I roped in Andrew because I was like, well, this guy doesn't even give a shit about the president, the presidential <laughs> history. So we need like at least an outside uh, perspective on this. It's a good question. Andrew, have you have you ever heard of Alexander Hamilton? Uh, but before the phenomenon of mm-hmm. Hamilton, I'd, I'd only ever really heard the name in the context yeah. of, like, the Founding Fathers. Right. And, um, but my my depth of knowledge there goes to about, here's the group of Founding Fathers, here's kind of what they were doing. They were signing right. something. 
Definitely signing something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They signed a thing. Well, that was like the thing. The autograph I mean, stuff. I mean, even mm-hmm. here, like Hamilton was one of the least known of the founding fathers until like Ron Chernov wrote that like super long uh, biography of him, which yeah. I assume is what Lin Manuel Miranda read. I also read yes. it. Yes, it's a good book. That is what he read. Yeah, and uh, and then I was like, okay, so I just assumed. Uh, that Hamilton was like the schoolhouse rock version of the book that I just read. Totally. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. You're, you're not wrong to assume that. I think that is the general kind of misconception. I don't want to even say misconception. That is generally where people stand before having seen Hamilton. They go like, what is this school of rock? Uh, or uh, what is it? Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock, yeah. like bullshit. Like it is. It's su- such a cringy concept. It's like a hip hop opera uh, about Alexander hip-hop-ra. Hamilton. A hip hop. And then, like the more because... people that told me I, I, that I had to see it, the more I dug in and was like, "Fuck off! I'm definitely not seeing yeah. this." Yeah, this, this sure. is also it, my default reaction to a lot of things. Like as soon as as soon as I'm being told. You have to watch this thing. There is some big switch that goes off in my brain where I'm like, I'm fucking never watching that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Out of spite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's I have to trick most contrarians in my life to do anything that is at all pleasurable to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If it's trying, tasting something, watching something. I'll tell my brother. Yeah. Like the wire is really overrated. Yeah, and then he'll love it. And you tell Matt <laughs> that you're like, pegging isn't even that cool. Like, you should definitely like, try, it. try it. And I'm like, yes, it is. Oh, I mean, uh, okay, let's try it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, but I think that was, it's fair to say that is everyone's feeling before seeing it. The difference is, is that after seeing it, um, I would say there's a larger amount of people who are able to, to watch it and go, either wow that was amazing or wow that actually was better than i thought um then there are the amount of people who watch it and go i still fucking hate the schoolhouse rock bullshit and i noticed that as soon as hamilton uh became this thing that was going to be streaming on disney plus all of the takes started coming out about how hamilton was uh schoolhouse rock bullshit everyone was making fun of it and i was like uh, hey guys it, you should watch it it's not that bad and then everyone called me a libtard and i was just like no it's not it's good though so i was that's why i was like i i need to i need to defend myself on this podcast i need people to know that actually you're a piece of shit <laughs> and i'm great because hamilton good actually I, um so i definitely yeah. watched like the first 25 minutes i was like oh this is every bit is this is exactly the nightmare i thought this was gonna be right because like the first four or five songs are fucking terrible uh like the historical foundation is very shaky where they keep calling him an immigrant and i'm like he just came from another english colony what the fuck are you talking about immigrant he He took a a boat yeah he He took took a boat boat from one colony to another one he's not a fucking immigrant fuck off and then yeah but his mom was and the theme maybe a whore yeah and the theme of the whole thing is like wow it's like Warhorse, where they're like, oh, you know that Hamilton sure had moxie. Like, that's the whole theme of it. They, they right. present him like he's a Disney prince, and he has, like, big dreams. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck off. Um, he still well, looks a, like so Lin-Manuel point, Miranda, though. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> he unfortunately. Look, he looks he, exactly like He's trying to grow him. the hair out. What, what mm. point did you uh, realize you were wrong? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I would say that I was like full on wrong, but I think um, I think the first I think when the king the king had that song that was like really catchy, even though yes. he was like spitting all over himself. So you uh, like the whitest part about the yeah, whole? Yeah. Well, that uh, was the, well that was musical. The first, is that what you're saying? That was the first catchy song, and then a lot of the well actually. <laughs> It was oh either that, God. you know what it was? It was, uh, it was, uh, not, or not Frances or Angelica, the other Skylar sister. Yeah. Like she, cause like Blin manuel Angelica rocks. and, and Aaron Burr aren't, I don't really like them as performers. Uh, and then Angelica Skylar had like the first, you know, hot bars where I was like, ah, all right, I'm starting to kind of like this. And then there was the earworm King George song. And I started so you're telling oh, yeah. me that to give it the more first, of a chance. You're telling me the first five songs uh, or so are the ones you didn't like, right? Yeah. So we're going to get into those. Like he's got um, big so, dreams and is he's young and scrappy like America. I was like, suck my dick. Yeah. Uh. So I, I forgive. I understand a little bit of hating the first song because the first song is definitely kind of what spawned an entire musical. Like he, I think he performed it, uh, performed it for Obama and stuff. And like, it was like one of those things where before the musical was even written, he had already kind of started it by reading the Ron Chernow book and was like at the white house performing, you know, the Alexander Hamilton song. So I can get being like, not enjoying that because it's a little bit reductive. It's a little bit just kind of like him, uh, giving that an entire intro song and also the entire uh plot you know where he's like mm-hmm. and i'm the damn fool that lumbed him yeah and, and it's <laughs> like well it's like what we always do with politics where we reduce reduce it to like some personality uh conflict yeah. kind of thing and it's like, we yeah. need, well it's also a musical yeah yeah that right too. you have to remember that, <laughs> yeah, that too. i mean not that so i mean there's a couple of things one it's a musical so obviously it's going to be reduced to just like the drama it'll be reductive it won't mm-hmm. be his always historically accurate it will there'll be you know a lot of people are like i hate hamilton it's like okay but do you like any musicals no all right, right. well now we can we have an honest conversation about this yeah yeah francesca's friend said something that i thought was was uh pretty right on which was like you can't be like i fucking hate nas and then be like and i also hate all rap you know <laughs> yeah. it's like you're you, you like i understand disliking an entire genre like musicals are bad mostly so i get you just don't being believe like, that you love jesus christ superstar jesus christ superstar is the best music of all time which but i, I can can't say, like what song what song from oh, jesus christ superstar are you is kidding good. me? They're all good. Heaven on Their Minds is like the best opening song ever. Jesus! You started to believe the things they say of you. Never you really heard it. do believe this talk of God is true. It's like, is that the it's... one written by ABBA? No, it's not written by fucking... <laughs> That's Mamma Mia. That's okay, Mamma right, Mia, right, bro. Right, right. I, um, uh, I, gotta, I gotta come in on the pro-musical side here, right? Yeah. I, I don't have any fundamental opposition to, to musicals. I think mm-hmm. as far as Hamilton goes... I, I think it's probably a pretty plain statement of fact that to be a huge roaring success of a Broadway musical, something has to be very competently staged and performed yes. and, and well-written and everything. Um, I greatly sympathize with Vince because I had a very similar experience in my mm. first introduction to Les Mis, which is probably my favorite Broadway musical, Yeah. Oh. Um, where I was moving into state 
and and was in a car with a guy and he was like, now that we're alone for seven hours, <laughs> it's time for you to learn about Les Mis. And he, <laughs> and he put on a CD of like a cast recording of mm-hmm. the entirety of Les Mis and was like, let me now sing this entire thing to you along <laughs> with the musical and I will explain what is happening throughout all the things. And I was like, you know, this isn't really communicating it to me in the best way possible. But that hey, listen, said, yeah, I think still, it's love, a, still love the music. You, you, I think you, it's you were able pretty, to go back to it. It's a pretty yeah, yeah. great way to, to enjoy musical. I think you that's how you should introduce everyone to a musical. <laughs> Someone you get them in, in a, a car, car. <laughs> you say, sit in the back fucking seat, and I'm going to blast this musical, and I'm going to keep looking back in the rearview mirror going, pretty good, huh? <laughs> Do you like it? Do you, you like, like it? it? <laughs> Tell me when you love it. <laughs> Yeah, so my master like, of the yeah. house. <laughs> so so um, I love the movie too, the Hugh Jackman movie. It's I'll defend good. that one big time. Okay, here's my hot um, take. Fucking okay. Russell Crowe has a less obnoxious voice than Hugh Jackman. Everybody ripped on Russell Crowe. I liked listening to Russell Crowe's uh, like boomy voice so much better than Hugh Jackman's awful cat strangle vibrato. His his pub rock voice. Ugh, um, yeah. I think they both sounded great, but this is not, we're not talking about Lum Miz, yeah, all right? Yeah, we're yeah. talking Sorry. about Lumelton. Um, so, 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 so yeah. musicals, musicals broadly, like I said, no, no opposition to them. No qualms. Yes, yes, a lot of the time uh, they're, they're cheesy, but they're, they're a crowd-pleasing form of entertainment, you know? Yeah. This, this followed a lot of the same formula of a totally. Broadway musical 100%. in the sense of like laying out that first number of songs and themes mm-hmm. and everything and then starting to weave them all through each other which yeah. is the, and the part we all like when it happens and it's, doing it's, the Disney it's, thing where it's like I am a character and I got big dreams and here they are that's yeah, the first that's song the whole thing. In, in, in fucking musicals there's literally something called an I want number yeah, exactly. and the uh, I want mm. is always the fucking either I want to be where the people are <laughs> You know, or uh, I want to be is, in the room where it happens. I want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah, that happens it's, late, though. Oh, well, what a number! Oh my but god. There, but there's two I wants in this, and because this is following, I think more the Jesus Christ superstar model of musical, which is like having the villain be the main character, or at least uh, seeing seeing the story through the eyes of the villain, and then kind of like understanding. Like in Jesus Christ Superstar, it's Judas. Judas is the one telling the story about Jesus, so you kind of end up sympathizing a little bit with what happens it's the same thing with aaron burr you feel bad for him for uh for for murking hamilton but uh yeah in in terms of like just plain composition of musical theater i mean there is nothing wrong with this musical to to dislike this musical uh, on mu- purely musical theater grounds, I think is like completely about taste. You're, if you're forgiving, li- well, that's the thing about musicals. I think when people say that they hate musicals or that musicals are more like musicals are more divisive because your enjoyment of a musical largely comes down to whether you enjoy the music or not. And like the yes, music is that's what I'm definitely saying. more subjective than most. Uh, than like completely. a movie. Like it's it's more per- like I can't I, like I would never choose to defend certain songs uh, that I it's right. like but, porn but either you liked, like sometimes I think one it gets of the me best off songs. or it does it you know no true and and you I think you're right that the first few songs are like campy but you're right you were right to identify for sure because you got good taste 
that <laughs> uh, satisfied, which was Angelico Schuyler's like rewind, like, oh shit, yeah, I was yeah. in love with him too. It's yeah. such a good song. It's such a good song, like in terms of mm-hmm. lyrics and all the like the, her, her rapping and then the whole choreography is good. I definitely think... Okay, so I Hamilton love my for sister me. like I love my own mind. You will never find a butt so yummy from behind. <laughs> uh, a friend fun. of mine sang Hamilton to me for a year straight, like a yes. or like a year, and Kate. it was a coworker. Yeah, my coworker Kate was just like singing it and singing it, and I was like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." I know it's good. I know it's good, and she made me hate it. Yes. But I knew, like, of course, I knew that, like a thousand dollars was preventing me from actually enjoying it or just listening mm-hmm. on Spotify, which you can do or listening on YouTube, which you can do. And so then when I finally like had a plane trip, like a five hour cross cross country trip, I was like, all right, let me do this. And I sat mm-hmm. down, put it in, I think ear like headphones is a good way to listen. It's a very dark side of the moon type mm-hmm. situation, but not nearly as cool. And um, if yeah. you sync it, with Dark Side of the Moon. With Wizard of Oz. Oh, <laughs> no, Wizard you played Dark Side of the Moon. You played <laughs> both Hamilton. albums at the same time. Um, Listening to all of Hamilton backwards just to see if anything happens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There was. Uh, I, think, I wonder how much, um, for, for, the, for the sort of traditional Broadway audience, I wonder how much of the initial, I guess, um, frenzy was around. It's a Broadway musical, but they are rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, oh, like, yeah. Which, yes. you know, obviously I have no opposition to as far as like form or anything like right. that. Right. But I will say that um, number one, it was like, it was kind of the widest version of rapping. It was v- yeah. extremely like, it, you know, they, they sort of present to you initially, oh, it's a story of the white founding fathers, but it's performed by an extremely diverse cast. Uh, and then everybody has like, everybody's rapping in extremely like theater kid voices yeah <laughs> which yeah, obviously you're going to be doing if you're going for for you're doing broadway you you need to be enunciating people got to hear what you're saying all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but i but i still probably found most of my favorite songs to be the the skylar sister ones mm-hmm. like um because that's broadway baby right yeah. right know? the more traditionally broadway ones uh, ladies with big broadway voices singing three-part harmonies that's that's yeah pre- that's pretty stuff. amazing and and yeah. that's the thing about like the the hip-hop part of it is like because it's you know they're going less musical uh, standard musical and they're going opera um you know hip-hop is a it's a smart way of you know having dialogue without having dialogue you know like the entire right. uh aaron burser uh scene is just them it, it, they're they're being introduced <laughs> to each other first of all so Vince, good so talk, lame that's talk like the, less. one of yeah, the lame. talk less Lum talk less more. smile more i mean i get it don't like, let a, your tongue stop from getting up in yeah. that butthole <laughs> hell yeah dude i wrote an rhyme. entire i did my best sweetie <laughs> yeah i mean like if you if you accept it for the gimmick that i that i think yeah. it was intended as it's okay but if you uh, but I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, people drank the Kool-Aid where they thought it was like some grand s- statement of uh, like politics or diversity yes. or inclusion. And it was kind of like, no, they're just giving you an excuse for liking it, which, OK, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I disagree. I think that it is it is subversive. I think it's absolutely subversive no. oh. to have an entire cast be pretty much all black. 
Like yeah, how I mean, it is. But what, and, mean, and, it, and, it would be. I don't know. It's like but, I think it's subversive to have hip to have rap and hip hop that isn't. I mean, if it were written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah, that'd be a problem. But like you know, it's written by a Puerto Rican guy from the Bronx who grew up on hip hop, and there's like odes to all different hip hop artists throughout Hamilton. Yeah, you can identify yeah. them. It's cool. Like whatever. It feels and so, more clever than subversive to me, but I get what you're, I mean. Yeah. Well, well, I think the way it's subversive and I think this is for me identifies kind of the problem with uh, looking at it from a, I think a staunchly leftist perspective um, is that you kind of look at um, you forget that there is a huge portion of the country that when this was coming out, were saying shit like, um, but the founding fathers were white. This is erasing white people. And like that is, <laughs> I think I understand dunking on libs. Dunking on libs is the most fun thing to do. And I, I get it because I, uh, I, I enjoy doing it. And it's a, it's a good, it's a, my favorite pastime. But you also have to like keep in mind that like, the the country in and of itself uh, white america did look at this initially um as something that was like kind of wild like yeah but that's also doing the thing where you're like well this is good because it dunks on maga chuds which to me is like all right well that's pretty easy you don't have to say that it's only good because it does that no no it's it's one of the reasons that I think it's interesting because it's not dunking. It's not dunking on MAGA chuds at all. It's it's literally just like it's fan fiction. It's it's reimagined. It's just I read like, that's I, that was a the greatest piece that I read about Hamilton was like, look, it's fan fiction. It's not meant to be either historically accurate or even really the, all that subversive, but like a lot of fan fiction, you change races, you imagine different storylines, you like re because you are a fan of the book, this book, you know, by Ron Chernow, Hamilton, which Lin Manuel Miranda was inspired by. Like, he just took it and ran with it and did his own version of it. And I think that's like a really, again, like musicals, fan fiction shouldn't be taken horribly seriously. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine if you look at it as cute. I think like if you're like, yeah, that was a you know. Like I just feel like I don't like America very much. So like it's weird for me, who's like grew up, you know, protesting the Iraq War and fuck this and that. Like I like fireworks, I guess, but like I don't really like America very much. And this was like the first time in the last decade where I was like, oh yeah, love Love you, America. Yeah, Yeah, and like Um, I don't know when, like what what other things have done that. Like, you know, what moment has done that for... Right. I guess you could question you. whether or not that's even a good thing. And there is also... It's probably a whole, not. There's a whole line of thinking where the, uh, the people are saying, this is bad because it's just imperialist propaganda that's going to get you to love America, and that's a problem. But I just don't subscribe to that version of leftism that is like... Uh, I mean, if, if we can't... If it's pro-America yeah. or if it's in any way kind of lionizing the founding of America, it's automatically propaganda. I don't think it's automatically propaganda. I think it's... Obviously, there's a problem with looking at the founding... Uh, of America and not like immediately talking about genocide of Native Americans yeah. and then also uh, slavery. But since these are stories that are exist, like the story of Alexander Hamilton and the founding fathers, recontextualizing this in a creative way is not fundamentally evil. Well, that's, it's not that's coming from been, an evil that's place. That's always been the founding story. It's like on one hand, uh, you know, they were telling the 18th century. English monarchy to go fuck itself, which is awesome. 
So that's all, but then yeah. it's like coming from slave owners and whatnot. So right, it's always, exactly. But which kind of, which is kind of why I, I ended up liking it more towards the end because you realize it's not, it doesn't have this great reverence for, uh, you know, the constitution and whatnot. It's kind of showing it as what it was, which was the, this sort of flawed combination of personalities. Uh, right. yeah. all kind of messy. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think, um, so, so for me, somebody who doesn't have a great historical understanding of like the founding fathers and everything, I didn't, I didn't study mm-hmm. this in school or anything like that. Um, I guess th- those were the points for me where I, d- I didn't think of it as like problematic or, or like right. insidious or, or propagandaish or anything, but those were the parts for me that seemed to produce this sort of cognitive dissonance was all the parts where they said, you know, another another immigrant coming from the bottom and yeah. immigrants get the job done. And yeah, it's like, yeah, what, yeah. Aren't, aren't you like a white colonizer and everything? Right. Or like, or like um, I guess... Immigrants, the, they get the bum lumped. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, well, like, I, I, could, I could definitely see what I sort of took the intention to be, which, like you said, is kind of recontextualizing stuff or saying like, you know, let's let's look at let's look at the America of the past or the origins of America through the the lens of today. Mm-hmm. But instead, it kind of had this reverse effect for me, which was like retroactively assigning attributes to these mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and 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 to have like a a, a like primarily black cast saying mm-hmm. all of this stuff about each other and to each other in these roles had this mm-hmm. sort of weird like like there's there's a whole part where they're um where they're having a a debate on the senate floor or whatever yeah a rap and, battle which is a rap battle and, hell yeah <laughs> and alexander hamilton's like he's he's sassing um the other guy about jefferson. Uh, jefferson he's sassing jefferson about like yeah well you guys from the south love having slaves and getting mm-hmm. all your labor for free and it's like was so, like, can can you retroactively assign this property to Hamilton as like, actually, I was really against that stuff at the time. So th- they I mean, did you do that. Can. They did do that because, like, that was Jefferson's whole thing. Is like he was so like, if you read his writing, you're like, oh my god, this guy is so great. He hates the monarchy and he hates centralized power. Like he he was, I mean, he was kind of a rich fuckboy hypocrite. Like that was kind of his. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of his whole thing, and uh, and I and I think at the time. Hamilton and him did go back and forth in that way where they were yeah they each hated other. each other they were they were calling each other out for that kind of shit but and then uh, he also I don't know the the, the uh, this version of Hamilton is definitely very uh, they soft pedal some of Hamilton's worst tendencies for sure yeah well, they do. I don't know. I think they were pretty on display. Like other, like well, some of at them. the end of it, Hamilton's just a womanizing, weak, like aggro piece of shit who just yeah. resorted to dueling and told his son to, to fucking not just only go do a duel, but then point his gun in the air like an idiot. <laughs> well, also, none and of that fucking shit, die. None of that shit actually happened. Like they didn't point their like to say that like oh the Hamiltons shot their gun up. Like supposedly the story was that uh, Hamilton shot a branch above Aaron Burr's head, which is a lot different than shooting your gun up in the air. Oh, like, also, yeah. and I, and I kind of wish that they would have like. It, to, for him to go off and do a duel at the same spot where his fucking son died uh, for a mm-hmm. duel, like I feel like you need another character to be like, "Hey, 
what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah. point, like, don't you, like if you got your son killed in a duel, wouldn't you realize that dueling was dumb at that point? That uh, I could have used a little more, uh, an- at yeah, least another I mean, number about that one. Yeah, they were, they definitely upon rewatching it. Um, you do realize that like they're even despite the fact that it's like, kind of like fan fiction, uh, they are, still making Hamilton out to be a sympathetic character when if you just look at it all on paper he's like a total piece of shit I mean I I found it very sympathetic to his adultery like it was very like here's here's me just minding my own business (laughs) this lady in red comes over starts forcefully sucking my dick yeah I I couldn't do anything about it I wind up in her house like, yeah, dude. It's, it's just it, the the way that that is presented is like extremely, uh, extremely Hot. that his well, the, and that his role in it is completely passive. And that brings me to another point. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the the hardest thing to buy through this whole deal is uh, having Lin Manuel Miranda play Hamilton while everybody on the stage is like. God, I want to fuck this dude. Yeah, I want to fuck this dude so bad. That that to me, I think, is the probably the most valid critique of Hamilton is the fact that Lin Manuel Miranda cast himself as like the hottest, yeah. the hottest dude in the world. If that was like David uh, Diggs, you'd be like, oh, of course, everybody wants to fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. But like Hamilton is like Lin Manuel is one of the least fuckable human beings I think I've ever seen. Um, it, like he's by the, just. By the he, way, have you seen the uh, the what the fuck was that movie in where he played the chimney sweep? The other uh, musical. No, oh, the, Mary, uh, the Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh God, he was excruciating in that. I mean, because at the end of the governor, day, he, doing yeah. my winks at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Jim Jiminy Chiru, yeah. He's not the least fuckable at all. What are you talking about? No, no. He's, he's, no, he's, he's, he, he's when he cuts a, his hair, he's, he's not cute, a good looking and guy. He's, and he's very, he's he, super fucking talented. He looks like Down Syndrome Cat Williams. <laughs> and I think we all know this. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> but that's okay, and this is the reason I'm okay with it is because of the oh. fact that it is to me such a brilliantly written musical. The music is good. The libretto is fucking incredible. I mean, what's your favorite song? My favorite song is probably. I mean, I'm basic, so mine is uh, the you know. Um, Life doesn't discriminate between eating and a butt and a came and a came. you know that one. What's it? What is that Wait one called? Wait for it. Wait for it. Um, uh, which one is that? That's the one that goes. I love the one thing in life I can control. Love for it. Love for it. Love for it. I am inimitable. I'm gonna eat your butthole. <laughs> you know that one? It's Aaron no, Burr singing immediately. He's basically Aaron Burr's explaining why he is like you know a uh, a moderate piece of shit liberal. Yeah. Who's yeah. like you know. He's basically he, like working on the Clinton campaign and he's like, yeah, I don't know. This is cal- what we're supposed to do. It's her he turn. Waits, he waits for the what, which way the wind blows. He's a politician. It's but a song like, about but how. But on that note, I feel like they ascribed all of the, uh, the, all of the social climbing impulses to Aaron Burr as if, you know, Jefferson, Hamilton, and all of them were not at all uh, interested mm. in power, which is a little, feels a little suspect, well, not, especially for not Hamilton. Not just yeah, not just power, but the mm. the entire sort of opening act 
of the musical is dedicated to Hamilton telling you about the really shitty stock he comes from and how he aspires <laughs> to rise above his station. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like the yeah. whole thing, like, like granted for him, um, I guess his whole thing of, you know, I, I want to be bigger than what I am. I want to be a right. part of history. I want to, you know, die valiantly. I want right. to be eulogized and everything. Um, granted that all manifests itself in him saying, I'm going to be part of, you know, making America and making a new thing and everything. Whereas Aaron Burr's stuff is like, yeah, I want to be that too, but what in whatever is the smoothest way possible. Right, in the know? safest Which way possible. Which I identify possible. with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one of the reasons why the the, the show being from Aaron Burr's perspective is, is a brilliant move because he yeah. does kind of represent the, the audience, which I think most people aren't brave enough to be like, oh, you know, uh, what I'd really like to do is uh, fight in the American War of Independence and then like, uh, like most people are, are, are in politics are more calculated, you know, and most people in general are like, oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to start a fight, you know, uh, I, I, standing <laughs> most- for... S- Standing most for normal something. people just want to be shot with a lead ball. Most normal people are going to do whatever they can to not be in a duel. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely identify with the uh, with the general sentiment of I I love to accomplish things, and if I can do that in a way that doesn't require anyone to shout at me, yeah, then, yeah, then I'm there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and what that's, that song was about. Wait for it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just wait I, till everyone else is left. It, it might not come, but just wait. Yeah, Hide. So, so, so I do I, think I that like, Lin, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda placing himself as Hamilton, you know, is is one of those funny things where you because he's also and like I said, all love to his ability to write this musical because I, I it's in, to me, it's incredible. Um, but he also he's not a good singer. Like he he yeah. can't really sing. Not like compared he can. to like not compared to what's her name? The Broadway older, singers. The older Skylar sister and King George. Anyone? And Divi, Divi anyone? And oh, and George Washington. The, George I think Washington. George Washington kind of turned it around for me because he yeah. was oh, the first incredible. character. He was the first character in this who wasn't smiling at me constantly and like and you know yeah. like uh, yeah. just sort of pandering, doing that like hammy theater mm-hmm. kid pandering thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the best, the best theater singing in this for me was the King. The King was a yeah. baller. Oh, he was. I loved the King. Yeah, Except the yeah. King was spit. good. Let's talk about the spit, because like, why are you? Sp- <laughs> I get if. I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense as a narrative choice if you're playing an inbred king that you're spitting up on yourself like a baby. This was pre-COVID, but, Vince. But it feels a lot like uh, it feels a lot like he spit on his chin, and he was uh, and he was really getting into that being like a dramatic decision that he made. And it was just hard yeah. to watch for me to watch someone spit I, on themselves. I definitely I understand that the spit was a little bit. It felt a little bit much, but I also think it's taking way too much away. From the your enjoyment of the song, I mean, I was just thinking was incredible. I was, I was just like thinking that. like, damn, those seats are amazing because <laughs> yeah, yeah. the ability to see that spit. You yeah. he was just also, sitting there on his chin, you man. Can't, like, you on. can't wipe it. I know. You're singing. I know. I, know. I, I was I was relatively Im- impressed with uh, the fact that he did not wipe his chin. I was like, I couldn't handle that. Yeah, oh, imagine even... the impulse control. Oh, oh, the impulse control is insane. Um, I think, um, like, as far as the... As far as the staging of the whole thing went, I suppose, yeah. um, like, it, it was a relatively 
sparse set yes. for a Broadway yeah. musical. There wasn't a lot of like scene changing kind of stuff. The mm, the main yeah. the main device was like the sort of circular moving uh, yeah. platform yeah, the in the middle of the floor. Circular stage. So and they then could do also bullet time pe- shit. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and that people kinda cool. uh, like kind of moving chairs around and stuff. It is. Uh, Doesn't that get that you was, a little bit, Vince, when they were like singing the world turn upside down? Everyone's I mean, like moving the chairs. The whole and you're thing. Like, oh my God. The whole thing got better as it went along to me. I mean, it started out, like I said, first four songs, I was like, this is awful. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the songs aren't that good. The dancing is not impressive to me. And then the songs got better. And then it got up when it when it got to be like a battle of personalities, which is kind of what I think the Constitutional Convention actually was. It started to get better. Like everything got better. Uh, and then yeah. there was still another 20 minutes and I was like, God damn, how fucking long is this? Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, quite yeah. long. I, I, f- I feel like that's maybe a relatively common experience for people who are not like hugely dedicated theater heads you know yeah like, that's like, that's if fair it, if it's a thing that you're not watching on a regular basis or whatever i find that anytime that i am watching a mu- musical you do spend the first several minutes going we're doing this huh yeah yeah everybody's yeah. everybody's just up there <laughs> dancing yeah. and they're also singing all the words of the play to me yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, takes, I yeah takes I had a little to be bit in a to high school into. musical in a high school musical not the high school musical but i had a lead role in bye bye birdie and no i big deal. was the first no big deal i was the first person to break out into song in the in in, in every show of course and i felt the <laughs> moment the audience was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here we go <laughs> keep going you you can feel you can feel somebody like very very badly shifting gears <laughs> as as the yes. whole audience goes oh, okay this is we're settling into this yeah. And, yeah and once once you have settled into the entire you know yeah. conceit of this is what's happening and I and like I said I think there is um, also that thing that happens with this type of musical theater as well uh, that's very common through all of all of the different most sort of successful ones which is introducing characters with their own songs and motifs yeah. and and you know particular wants and needs and everything and then as the musical goes on they'll start to to weave those different melodies and lyrics yeah, and previous the musical songs themes. through each other and i and i think that that style of songwriting and everything takes very particular talent yeah um, i completely agree it is it is not easy to weave multiple uh, like melodic motifs into different songs throughout the musical. It's like it's it's a skill, and and you're you're basically whether or not you like the conceit of they are rapping about history. It's I think you have to at the very least look at the composition of the musical uh, as a whole and go like. It, it, it's not bad. You can't but say it's bad rhymes. unless sure. you they're hate good the music. Rhymes too. They, um, yeah, if you hate the songs, I get but, it. But Mike, yeah. I, uh, somebody somebody mentioned this before. But do, in this musical, does um, does the rapping essentially replace all expository dialogue? There's like yeah. no no dialogue. dialogue. There's there's Which no dialogue I'm at in all. Favor of. Yeah, yeah, there's no dialogue. It's it's an opera, so it's like they 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 really. I think there's that one point where they're like reading a letter that maybe was George Washington's letter, right? No, when but he, even that it was oh. sung. It was, it was still it was, yeah, that was still 
still yeah so yeah, yeah the, the the basically the rapping is expository uh you know at at certain points and then at some points it's just kind of like a cool device like yeah. with during uh the skylar sisters song where uh, you know angelica is singing that uh we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal like that yeah. you know i think we can kind of be in agreement that's the very schoolhouse rock that the music yes, okay. was is <laughs> mostly <laughs> pretty good and like impressively done and impressively executed um which is fine on its own like it's fine to like it because the songs are catchy and it's fun but i do mm-hmm. wonder about it like as a storytelling uh like the perspective of the story i do wonder about okay i mean there, the, like you whenever mean, fr- john lawrence was on the uh w- was singing yeah. i'm like why isn't this musical about this guy because like centering it on hamilton and having him be you know the scrappy upstart who was just like america the scrappy upstart of a country it feels very like mm-hmm. isn't it great that uh we have a billionaire who's who's a black guy now it feels very like yeah no i i get that i i understand that from that from that perspective i do get it i understand that it's like oh you know a, uh, it's the same thing where people go oh great it's a, a woman president who's gonna bomb yemen with drones now <laughs> yeah. it's like I, more I, female I, prison guards yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you know we the first black female grand dragon of the kkk yeah you know it's like all of that's that stuff is valid and i understand it but i think there there comes a a point I think where you do have to like step back and then uh, and kind of like just exit the bubble in which we are kind of a reaction to uh joy l- no to liberal <laughs> any, hegemony any anything that's like and, happy and also joy or there good. is a reaction sure, sure. But, I think but, I think maybe the yeah. issue with that though is that if you want to present something in the context of you know, this this is interesting and brown, great, groundbreaking and subversive because it's being performed by a hugely diverse cast. You it's know, groundbreaking it was, too. It is yeah, brown because break. it was written by a Puerto Rican guy. Uh, because we're we're introducing all this language about immigrants and all this kind of stuff. I I, th- I think it becomes difficult once you framed it in that context to say, but this is the line where you should stop interpreting stuff in that right, frame. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I, I, think it, I think it becomes difficult to to, to set a boundary on no, where totally. people are meant to say, hey, uh, you know, cool, cool to talk about how it's like immigrants that came and built this country and like never have any discussion of like indigenous genocide sure. at any right. point. Or, right. or, or, or that like, yeah, it's, it's immigrants that built this country and it's like... Hey, who were the immigrants who were actually building everything against their will? Like, there's there's just kind of the only mention of slavery is shut up, Jefferson. Yeah, Yeah. 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 there's a couple, and apparently, so he cut. And this is debatable. There's another. There's a third. um, uh, What is it like? Congressional floor rap battle all about slavery that he cut out for time, which. To be on, I mean, if you like musicals, if you like, yeah, the more melodic stuff stays in. But like the last song, Burn, with like, uh, what's her, Elizabeth Schuyler, which is, I'm burning the memories. I was like, I didn't need that yeah, necessarily. I didn't need, I, yeah, um, there was a lot of her that I could have done without. You yeah. forfeit the right to my bum. Okay, yeah. sorry, there you go. Yeah, but like there was, so he, I feel like it's so, what you're saying <clears throat> is so true. And like in five years, like he wrote this under Obama. Shit looked 
very Hamilton then. And and like well, now that we have a white supremacist president, it looks very different. And your sort of, you know, rewrite of this part of American history is, I get it. Like, it's cool, but it's also like, mm, we were, we're, 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 uh, we don't necessarily need to resuscitate the founding fathers right now. Totally. We're talking about abolishing well, well, that's, the police. That's the, yeah, that's the that's the interesting part is that we're we're showing this thing on film for the first time in 2020, and as right. it opens, it's like recorded in the heady past of 2016 right, when there, yeah, was, yeah. there was no coronavirus and yeah, El Chapo could, had just been recaptured. Yeah, and we were all <laughs> still making Harambe jokes. Yeah, Harambe jokes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, so fucking long ago. Oh my! God. I, I know it does. It does feel like decades. But <laughs> I, I mean, I I do think that you're right. You you can't just draw a line and go like, okay, so you know, now we're now we should give up talking about things like indigenous people and um and slavery and whatnot. But I will say, I guess it's a question of who exactly this um this musical is for. In a way, and I think that like you could say, in general, a more cynical way is like, well, it's for people who can pay for it so that yeah, Lin Manuel yeah. can get money, and that's true. That's true. I'm not denying that, but it's also, and this is where I know talks of you know representation from a leftist perspective can be seen with a little bit of suspicion because you look at St- like stop we said, hedging whatever, and Matt, just no, say what you feel. No, no, I uh, but be a I man, do think- Matt. I'm just saying I'm manning up. Uh, (laughs) I'm a man. No, I'm just saying that like the representation uh, of the founding fathers as being, you know, uh, a largely black cast and people of color uh, is for people uh, of color to look at it and go like, this is this is cool. It is nice to see myself in this story and not be you know, constantly excluded in a history class filled of white slave owners who are founding the country and constantly being kind of like put to the side in a historical context um, and or, you know, put in the role of being just constantly oppressed to have kind of like a fun reprieve from that with a musical that is, you know, got people who look like you in it i think that's a good thing yeah i I think that's but i also think it's a dodge because i think this whole thing is very like the whole thing is like studiously unpolitical uh and uncontroversial in a lot of ways and i think i mean having having the having the cast and having it be like having it be important for representation allows you to not have the discussion about whether the story it allows you to avoid some of the political discussions that you might otherwise have about the actual story. I, I don't know. But at its I base, think I, too, I think Matt's that's right. That's too it's cynical. Like, that's exactly, it's everything. This is yeah. the thing. Cause yeah, if they're all, if all the founding cynical. fathers are slave owners <laughs> and fuck them, then the incentive, I think for all people, all Americans going forward is like, well, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I don't think, fuck I don't em. think it's like, fuck the founding fathers. I think you have to take, all of the founding fathers with, you know, in the context of their time and you mm-hmm. sort of, and like the whole thing is like, here's some people who did, you know, a, a bunch of great things and a bunch of terrible things, which mm-hmm. in the parts that the, the story says that those are the ones that I like the most. It's, yeah. it's the part where, you know, you pitch him as like a, a scrappy, heroic yes. upstart that, and, and I, like, I don't say that I dislike that because, you know, oh, he, 
he was a founding father. Fuck him. It's more just like you're you're he falling into the same tropes of like the great men theory of history and not right, sure. collection. But I, that's why I think it's flawed like flawed personalities. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I think it's super wishful. It's like that fan fiction wishful thinking that is. <clears throat> so, I mean, America's built on so many myths. If yeah. the myth of like immigrants writing the future of America is held up because partly because of this play, that's great. You know, like I think that it it's like that is true. Recreating that- new myths and new ideas and new aspirations. And like I said, I don't know the founding fathers. I've never been interested in them. And this I'm like, oh, okay. Now that I've seen Black Hamilton, <laughs> I'm like more interested. <laughs> yeah. And you know, to read I will read more about Hamilton now. I'll read about, you know, Hercules Mulligan was apparently a tailor from Ireland. Are, you know, definitely an immigrant, not a That's colonizer. A great name. Yeah. Great, great name. Oh, hey there. I'm Hercules Mulligan. Hercules. Oh. Jesus doesn't <laughs> like it when you just take another shot in golf without without counting it towards your score. <laughs> Jesus doesn't like it when you're cast as a black man <laughs> when you're really a white Irish man. Jesus That's hates what Jesus when you doesn't golf. like. You know, I, I, I think with all of this, I can really easily see both <laughs> interpretations of this. I can really sure. easily see what was what was probably the intention, which is to mm-hmm. say, um, you know, we can we can sort of cast uh, America origins through the <laughs> through through the kind of lens of like, you know, the 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 founding of the country was what enabled now for there to be a Broadway musical headlined by a black cast telling this story. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I could completely understand people watching it, um, watching it, and saying, "It kind of has this weird, uh, weird reverse thing of saying, hey, uh, you know, immigrants are great and everything, and uh, we're all the black founding fathers.'" And having this weird sort of reverse intended right. whitewashing sort of effect, right. I- right. ironic whitewashing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think both of those interpretations are entirely reasonable so I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how much it comes down to intent I mean we can see those statements from Lin-Manuel Miranda in the in the news now where he's like I apologize for never saying anything about Black Lives Matter until everybody yelled at me enough yeah like, I mean oh, it feels, feels feels a little bit like that some of the, I'll, some I'll of the say, things I'll say without actually knowing him uh, and only knowing Lots and lots of theater people uh, of all shapes (laughs) and sizes and stripes um, that his intention was um, I'm a big fucking dork and (laughs) this book is so neat. Yeah. And um, and then like deciding uh, that like this would be cool if Hamilton was rapper and then deciding (laughs) to make Hamilton rapper. Uh, and then going, isn't this neat? I think it's yeah. a very, very uh, like surface level, uh, superficial uh, politics in it. It's r- relatively apolitical. I think yeah. if you're looking at it from any kind of like uh, deep perspective, I don't think it's intentionally revisionist. I think it's more, um, you know, it's it's fan fiction. Uh, yeah. So I, I think looking at it, as revisionist is giving a little bit too much credit to Lin Manuel. Uh, I don't think he is. I don't think he is an. Someone called him an imperialist on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I and I so. was just like, I don't think he's an imperialist. <laughs> no. I think he's a liberal. I think he's a and, dork. Yeah, 
and he's a dork yeah, yeah. and and, and that's you know, fair he, like i th- i totally agree with your read and it, but it, i think it is interesting when you cuz i actually have read a lot about the founding fathers and mm-hmm. like depending on who i read like I, the villain of the story always changes like there was times like there were times when i would read shit and i'm like oh jefferson's the good guy and then i'd be like oh no right. hammers hamilton's the good guy and <laughs> i think the strength of this play is you're like oh neither of them were really the good guy they just had like you know hamilton was the uh the the uh scholarship kid who becomes an elitist because he right. because he was he was a, he pulled himself he up was by a his striver and he was like well why, why can't everybody else? so he's kind of got those authority authoritarian elitist tendencies whereas mm-hmm. Jeff, jefferson's like this sort of noblesse oblige uh yeah rich guy fuck boy kind of kind of deal and like both of them are kind of equally right and wrong in a lot of ways and so yeah, and both equally insufferable human beings yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and- I, I feel like uh, there, there was a lot of the whole sort of great man mythologizing of Hamilton in this. A lot of the uh, yeah. totally. Like, my greatest crime is simply working too hard and being <laughs> yeah. too attractive to all of the women. Yeah, yes. yeah, caring too much, you know. And look yeah, how sad yeah. I was when I uh, cheated on my wife multiple times and and paid for a guy to become a cuck. At the like- same time. Could you have written 37, 57, however many Federalist papers? That's that's no. how I knew that Lin Manuel Miranda was a huge dork. Was when like one of the one of the biggest lines, and it was this guy wrote fifty one essays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, that's a yeah. lot of essays. Just, like not for credit, you know. <laughs> yeah, but then at the same time, uh, like I think about that. But then I was like, uh, most of these guys, uh, that's pretty much all they had to do was sit around and write essays. Yeah, if you like, think you about it, like back job. in seventeen. 17- in 1780, like like writing an essay was <laughs> the same as job. Come on, Vince, get a real job. <laughs> yeah. Writing an essay was he like the same as to posting. Deal with Disney getting mad about his Inside Out review. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're speaking from a perspective uh, uh, of a blogger and critic who who has uh, a lot of people to deal with. But I think it's just like it was the posting of its time, you know. He was the ultimate poster, constantly uh, long, long distance DMing his sister in law, <laughs> yeah, sliding into her DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yo, Angelica, you up? Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, and then you and then you wait a week to get one back that says yes. Yeah, just a gift. <laughs> and then, and, and, but I, I also think like, um, like that whole the whole interlude where he has the affair. It's like so, you, sorry, you, I'm suddenly really taken with the idea of like uh, posting <laughs> someone a drawing of my dick. <laughs> well, you had to commission the portrait. You had to get someone. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to hold still for. You got to keep that thing where it is. He's like for holding those his several hours. He, He's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pose with my smallest dog in this one, the smallest greyhound. <laughs> I just like the idea of him drawing a stick figure with a huge dong. <laughs> yeah. Just going like, yeah, you like that. Girl? Girl. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but I, but oh. I think so. Like, there's that interlude where he has uh, the affair. say no to this, and yeah. so like you simultaneously want the play to be harsher on him, but also maybe point out like the every every guy that was trying to uh, snitch on him for that was also having a ton of affairs. Like, oh yeah, totally. Like it was a scandal only because he basically like admitted it and apologized for it. And if he hadn't, yeah, he, it would have yeah, been he fine. told on himself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. First mistake. 
Um, yeah, 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 and and it's kind of an interesting. I, I'll say just if we're talking about songs I don't like in the musical, um, he was the uh, he was the Al Franken of his time. Like all these, uh, all he, he these, was. all these Trump guys were out there like raping and molesting and being on Jeff, like, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's uh, oxen cart, and then fucking yeah, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton told on himself immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he the, the what I don't like the the song I don't like the most is the song Hurricane uh, where yeah. he basically is talking about how he'll write his way out. It's an yeah. entire it's an entire song uh, that you know feels like this montage moment where he's like I'm gonna write my way out of this and then it completely backfires and you go Why did I listen to that song? It, it's like <laughs> that it, was the poster me, manifesto. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is the that is Post the weakest point. <laughs> yeah, in the eye of the hurricane, there is quiet for a moment. You can lum the bum. All right, I'm not even trying anymore. <laughs> that song should have wrote... been like, "I am not owned. You are owned. Uh, I am <laughs> not. I am not angry. I am actually laughing." Mm-hmm. In the eye of the corn cob, there is quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like uh, at, at its core, I can really see why any, you know, like you were saying, Matt, any staunch leftists would would be having problems with it because, yeah, at the end of the day, it is, you know, it's a musical, probably right. not trying to change the world or anything, but, yeah. But the story that it is telling is basically saying America rocks, but <laughs> exclusively for these good egalitarian reasons, right? And not for any of the ones that bad people like. Yeah, yeah. it's a new yeah. myth. Yeah, and I it's think- also bad if uh, like leftis- leftism becomes like the no fun brigade. Like that's not a road you want to totally. But go that's down. what it all. I mean, that's what it, especially on the internet. That's what it is. Very good at. You can't say you like anything. Someone this morning was like, hey, who likes Lupe Fiasco on here? And I was like, I like him. Why? What do you do? Is that yeah. wrong? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you mean, also like as soon as like we tweeted about you coming on this show, like there was someone being like, why are you not talking about Yemen? This is bullshit. And it was like, okay, what the fuck, man? Like, go take a walk. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, that's and, that's me, the most qualified person in the world to be talking about <laughs> Yemen. Yeah. Like, um, that, yeah. That was like an insta block. Yeah. God. I think um I, I think like Yeah, as as far as um as far as being a new myth and that kind of thing, it's a very it's a very interesting time in the world for this particular thing to be mm-hmm. discussed by people because like a thing that we're seeing um you know in america and in australia and in the uk is all of these countries trying to figure out finally how to contextualize and grapple with the histories and the origins of yeah. their countries that came right. from imperialism and colonization and everything but in a way that lets you say what are what are the good qualities of this country that we live in without only ever extolling it as a great and virtuous place but at the same time you you can't like like i'm sure we've all seen those pictures of like the fucking people at at black lives matters protests who are like we're all gonna read out a big apology for our white privilege and wash people's (laughs) feet and stuff and like (laughs) like you know if if that made anybody there feel good not just for foot fetish reasons that's great (laughs) <laughs> like uh, I'm not you know I'm not criticizing anyone for doing anything that they that not they, trying to kink shame yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah that they thought was a was a genuinely good thing to express or whatever but 
that's a weird zone to end up in to convince yourself that the that the only way to continue existing is to be constantly saying sorry for yeah. existing to everybody like right. and and you know i think i think we can all agree that the the problem with that is not in apologizing for anything it's it's like white liberals saying i see what the problem is now i haven't been talking about myself enough here <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? it's about <laughs> yeah. all of that stuff to me is about centering yourself in that narrative instead sure. of amplifying other people's voices totally and um and yeah so i, I think that this that stuff like, like hamilton yeah. it's a very it's a very interesting little microcosm of people looking at it and saying which parts of this should we be looking at and saying this this particular aspect of America was a good foundation for mm -hmm. for people you know to be able to come here and make a good life for themselves versus which which parts of this were built on genocide and slavery and right. imperialism and colonization and all the things that kind of don't get touched on as sucking really hard in this particular musical. Is it yeah. the musical's place to make that case? It was yeah. no, for definitely. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, how do you deal with these issues in a way that is like respectful and isn't mm -hmm. campy? Um, you don't want make them the musical another three hours long. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it it's like, I mean, Lin-Manuel is like, you know, he is cursing himself. Like he's just he's thanking himself and thanking the the whatever, you know, tarot cards universe he believes in that like the George Floyd BLM protest didn't pop off even just mm. a month later, a couple months later. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that the Hamilton is being released now it is precisely the time that you're explaining and this moment we're in. It yeah, it's like it 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 hold it's still holding up. It totally holds up, but it's like right. people are straight up toppling. Yeah, they're toppling George Washington statues. statues. Uh, yeah, like you uh, yeah, can't, exactly. It, it holds up as long as you don't assign too much like import to it. Like it holds up as a yes. good piece of musical theater, and that's fine. Yeah, and I think it's important to remember that uh, musicals in general are mostly schlock. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you if, if you schlock? keep. Yeah, schlock. Mm, yeah. Like, like musicals are not meant to be, for the most part, some grand statement about anything. Uh, I mean, if you look at the history of musicals, there, I don't think there has ever been an important musical. That's yeah. not true. I don't think that's. I mean, I don't know. I don't love. I don't even love the genre that much. But like, Rent was pretty groundbreaking and had a and like, you know. Yeah, I in, think in, Rent. Talked about, like, yeah, like HIV, AIDS, death, suicide, uh, LGBTQ true. stuff. That's and true. Did it pretty I guess, well. I guess, but it also, like, it, rent being. Uh, I've never seen it. I, rent, only know, rent, I only know the rent, parody where they're like, everybody the has AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> AIDS, 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 AIDS. I mean, essentially, AIDS. yeah. No, but, but like, like but, but Rent didn't, it, to me, like the play is much different than the musical, right? So like Angels in America uh, did, I think, uh, a lot more. But it's was sad. A, a much, it's a much more important work uh, than Rent. You know, Rent at the end of the day is a musical, and I think musicals, uh, you know, more are... people will have seen Rent than they will have seen Angels in America. I I don't Maybe. I don't think it's necessarily fair to like tar um, musicals specifically as being like unimportant in this sort of way because I mean nothing is important. If yeah, if somebody told me, "Hey, Great. this big block, this big blockbuster movie is 
a, a capital I important movie. Right. You'd be like, you'd be doing the the dismissive yeah. wank gesture. And yes. <laughs> like, it's not, none of these things are, are changing anything material in the world. Right. Like, but all I think they're I'm doing talking... is, is spurring conversations and stuff, yeah. which is good. But, but I think I'm talking about intention. I, I think I think that's where uh, some of the, you know, di- that that's what we're talking about a lot of times when we talk about the problematic nature of um, this particular musical is we're trying to ascribe a particular intention to the creation of it beyond it was a dork who read a book that he liked and <laughs> yeah. and wanted and wanted to make a rap Hamilton. Like I, I think. When we start getting into conversations about things like, well, I don't understand why John Lawrence wasn't uh, what the book was about um, uh, or wasn't what the musical was about. It's like, well, he didn't want to write a Lawrence musical. He wanted to write a Hamilton musical. That's what he the, read book, a Hamilton the book, book. Will call, book called Hamilton, my play called Hamilton. Well, right, right exactly. Well, when, so, you, when you tell a so, story, you inevitably are not telling a different story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That is yeah. story writing. Yeah, it's the way it's the way it works. And and I think in general, uh, a lot of the problem that I have with kind of the way we are like the discourse right now about Hamilton is that like there's a, a couple of different camps, some that I agree with and some that I don't. There's the one camp that wants to have like an earnest conversation about uh, you know, the musical in general being kind of dismissive of a lot of things that were happening and re- and being revisionist and whatnot. I may not agree with it, but it's like if it's if it's done in earnest, I'm I'm happy to have that conversation. There's another camp that just hates when theater kids are happy, and I <laughs> which, I of get which that. I am a very I'm very yeah, much everyone, a part. Everyone gets that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I think for the most part gets that. I think everyone understands. Yes, like theater kids having joy, there is something about wanting to pants dorks. But <laughs> yeah. that being said. I, what I don't like is when you take the idea of like, I don't like this because those fucking dorks won't shut up about it. And then you uh, ascribe pretend some sort of political. Yeah. You pretend it's political. You pretend the reason you don't like it is because, oh, well, it's politically problematic. And you and go like I, that to me just screams of concern trolling. And I think it's OK to be like, number one, I don't like the musical or musicals um uh and i i don't want to see it and i uh, i think you're a bunch of dorks for liking it i'd rather that than lying about why you don't like it and pretending the reason is because you are you're greatly concerned with the uh you know the minimization of yeah 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 because not that there isn't like it's hard to tell what's earnest and what's not but i I can uh, I can tell online pretty easily when someone only bashes libs for things and never bashes the right uh, for like for being like legitimately angry that uh, George Washington's played by a black guy, like legitimately angry. Like if you're not if if you're never going to examine the way white supremacy works in this country and you're only going to bash liberals then i don't fully uh believe that your problem is is political with this musical i think you just think libs are dorks and yeah. you hate libs and on it's that, okay to, to hate yeah. libs but you, on that yeah. on that note can we hear from our uh from our emailers from our listeners i would i would love to okay. uh, i think i think you need to play the email bumper can i say something though 
Okay, before you go to the emails, I just want to say Schoolhouse Rocks is whack and corny, but you think about it often when you think about how the fuck American government works (laughs) and like different parts of our history. You're like, oh yeah, that's how a bill does become a law. Or like (laughs) manifest this. Like there's so many times when I remember and like, I'm just gonna be, I didn't know George Washington only served one term. Fuck, I don't know. I'm not that good with American history. I don't know. So at the minimum, it was Schoolhouse Rocks. I did learn something and it made me curious. I'm like, "Mm, good job. Justice for George Washington, notorious quitter. Exactly. (laughs) Famous bitch. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh God, I am afraid to die. The emails. Vince hates Hamilton. All right. Uh, We only got a couple, but uh, they're worth reading. Uh, Listener Pete Peter says uh, Hamilton sucks, and I love it. Which I think is extremely valid. Uh, Could have reduced this whole podcast down to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, listener Charlie, my dumb bitch ass thinks Hamilton sucks because lyrics like got a lot farther by working a lot harder, by being a lot smarter, by being a self starter sound like they were written by a LinkedIn algorithm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mayor Chins That's... be plentiful and good. P.S. Can you bring back that clown orgy lady? She was great. Who was the clown orgy lady? Uh, uh, oh God, I'm blanking. Um, um, San Francisco comedy. She r- ran the Mutiny Radio. Pam. Pam Benjamin. Yes, yeah, Pam Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. We had Pam on there. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I oh, it must have been a long time. Oh my ago. God, that's a deep cut. Then that's a yeah. deep cut. Uh. Listener John, I propose that Hamilton works because it's able to get some of the best musical theater performers in the world to sing some catchy songs that hand wave away a lot of the worst things about early America. I can <laughs> I can watch it without wanting to throw a beer bottle at the TV, which is more than I can say about mo- most musicals. It is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. That's it fair. is fine. Uh, so this one, should I read the longer one? It's kind of touches on a lot of the stuff we already talked about. Um, sure sure uh i'm not going to this is from this is from uh listener taylor i'm not going to talk about the race blind casting because it doesn't actually accomplish anything on a narrative level or on a meta historical level but i would argue that the narrative foundations of hamilton itself are really weak uh that said the technical aspects of the production are fabulous uh a few things there's no oh, hold real on one reason- second just quick 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 rebuttal uh you're weak bitch all right go ahead <laughs> Very good. Uh, There's no real reason for Alexander Hamilton's immigrant status to be emphasized. Outside of maybe the first 30 minutes of the play, his status as an immigrant doesn't really matter. Uh, He is not limited professionally because of it, nor does any other character really address it. Uh, And he's not really subject to any persecution or discrimination because of it. Is it formative? The play certainly doesn't make that clear. Uh, What is Hamilton's character that drives him? Why does he want to be president? Why does he want to be in the room where it happens? Because he is an immigrant who grew up poor? Okay, then that actually needs to be discussed. Are any of his policies or politics driven by his early life or his formative events? Again, unclear. Even his conflicts about nationalizing debt or about the French Revolution are poorly sketched out and poorly thought out. Why are these important or relevant? Seems like Miranda doesn't actually know any of the details about these positions. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't lot- think Moran, uh, he doesn't know. I think that, uh, 
those positions are irrelevant to the narrative of a two and a half hour musical. Yeah. Like he, I mean, I don't think he's going to uh, get into how his childhood, uh, it, you know, informed his idea that, uh, you know, debt should be nationalized. I mean, I can't imagine that being a story, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's the deal with Hamilton cheating? First off, that whole sequence is creepy, and he's all bonered up for this rando lady because she is, quote, helpless. But also, yeah, where that's is the... true. That is probably the weirdest part. <laughs> but also, where is the narrative foreshadowing that would make this decision make sense? Yes, it happened, but why? Miranda doesn't seem to be able to grapple with Hamilton as a person, only as this hero, which he clearly sees as a stand-in for himself. Hamilton, I don't think that's true at all. I think I, I think they think foreshadow they 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 foreshadow uh, him being uh, a cheating ass fucking fuckboy. Tomcat. Uh, they call him a you know uh, Martha Washington named uh, her feral Tomcat after him. That's true. That's like that's a line in it, and you see the fact that he's like kind of low key emotionally having an affair with his with her sister with Eliza's sister Angelica like i think it's pretty clear that he will never be satisfied there's a whole fucking song <laughs> about how he'll never be satisfied there is tons of foreshadowing that he's going to cheat okay. in fact i was surprised yeah. that he didn't cheat with the sister i thought that's where it was going instead it was with the rando so they i don't agree they with could that. have foreshadowed it a little more though i don't know how there was it. a whole song you will never be satisfied yeah. All right, well there, there was the for, there was the foreshadowing but i also felt that it um that in those different contexts it did a lot of like and this is why it's not that bad right. yeah no that's <laughs> yeah. true that's Cause true because he, he married he married the middle sister because she was pushed off onto him by the older sister because she had her own reasons but she's the one that he really connected with mentally and that's a good reason to fuck somebody and also yeah. that other lady remember red dress what do you uh, mean yeah. to do mm -hmm. yeah what do you yeah. mean to do Mine reminds yeah, you of the, the Poonani. Uh, yeah. Hamilton <laughs> fucking around doesn't really have any weight or context within the narrative. It's just something that happens so that the play can keep moving forward. And his wife uh. forgives him. Why? I've gone on far too long. Because the son died and because they were sad and they were like, we got to stick yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. I've gone on for far too long, but I love the show and you, my fake internet friends. Wish you all the best. Lum Lum Fraud On. P.S. If you're interested in a musical, just watch The Music Man. It's about trying to fleece rubes and wanting to fuck the town librarian. Much more That's relatable. That's true. It is, it, and it's a it's a pretty great musical as well. Listen, I understand uh, some of those points. I I don't think I think you're wrong about the foreshadowing of the cheating. Um, but you know, fucking, you know, maybe maybe you're wrong. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, in general. I say solid B plus, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definite solid B plus. And I want to, I want to point out. <laughs> Does that have um, any weight for, uh, in Australia when you hear an American say solid B plus? Cause the, like, I, I think we're the only country that uses the A to F grading system and I use it. Are, really? My, Is that an American? In, in my reviews. And I wonder if it has any like meaning for other people. Uh, we all get it. We yeah. all know what's you up. get it. Wait, but you guys aren't graded. Like a 10? Do you guys, zero to 10? No, um, metric system. No, we have like, I, I think number one, they change it all the time. So like anything, uh. anything that people are getting graded on now was absolutely not how I was getting graded in school. Yeah. And the same thing for like, um, how you get university admission. 
like the scores, they just change whatever the fuck the scores are called, like every five years, you know. You guys oh, got yeah. like smart. S- you guys got like SATs or whatever, and it was it was something when I was like eighteen, and then it was something else five years later, and I'm pretty sure it's something else now. But um, you guys just we, have had, we had like letter knife grades, and but, that's not a knife, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you got, pass you fail. Got, you got what spot is knife? On, what is and not that's a knife? Not on. Mm-hmm. Big, big cross and no knife on my test. <laughs> <laughs> I had drawn a spoon. Um, <laughs> no, That's we had, interesting. We had, we had letters for, that were like, you know, uh, they were they were all something like E for exceptional yeah. on this thing. Like we we had E S and U. Uh, e was excellent. S was satisfactory. U was unsatisfactory. And that was like something that we had for like a couple grades in elementary school. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, anyways. Yeah, see, now that I got kids, um, their stuff is different again. Um, their shit is like they they have in their reports, granted, you know, one of them's six and the other one's four, so they're not doing not doing anything important at school. Show me the right. reports. Um, show me the reports, and then it'll have something like, you know, can they count to this number? Can they multiply by whatever? And they'll have those things, and then they either do this thing, you know, inconsistently consistently or always kind of thing so instead mm-hmm. of saying you're doing this good or you're doing it bad or you fucked it up or whatever it's just like hey they aren't really able to do this all the time when we ask them and that's how we tell you that your kids are fucking up now <laughs> uh, Ooh, someone's phone rang not me guess who yeah uh, all right so you guys uh plugs well, no, before we get into plugs, um, oh, I just okay, uh, want to say I wrote an entire musical called Alexander Lumelton, and um, <laughs> oh. I, I didn't I didn't get to do all of them, um, but let me just uh, read some of my favorites of uh, reimagining uh, of Hamilton. Um, there's I'm not lumming away my butt. I'm not lumming away my butt. All right, so that's one of them. Um, raise a glass to buttholes, something we can always eat all day. All right. Um, uh, lum around, lum around, how yummy it is to eat the butt right now. Uh, that's well, good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Fire, uh, dude. Uh, Bars. No, I, I got more. Oh, it's the 10 Lum Commandments. <laughs> Number right. what? No, number lum the challenge demand satisfaction if to eat the butt no need for further action lumber two <laughs> if they don't grab a friend that's your second make them clean their ass because it's lum and what's expected all right <laughs> um let's see um oh yeah that's uh no that one's not good uh let's see uh, lum where you are lum where you started i did so many of these what about uh, a rap matt what about a rap uh, battle Oh, rap battle. All I wrote was, yo, what up? This is Hamilton. Flap, flap, flap in that ass. What with that constitution? It wasn't very good. I couldn't think of a rap. Um, Thomas Jefferson's Lumming Holes. Very good. Uh, okay, hold on. No, I got more. I got, I, uh, let, me, let me see. Um, let, let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was lum and dreamed of glory. Holes, you have no control. Who lums your bum? Who makes you come, come? All right. Uh, let's see. Gotta start a new nation. Gotta eat my bum. All right. <laughs> you, I feel like you uh, turned into Laramie all of a sudden. Laramie? Uh, yeah, why? Because I'm doing a list? Yep. Listen. 
Um, let's see. I want a lum in the bum where it happens. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. No, there's good. Uh, your best one lum back on my bum bum. That's one of my favorites. Uh, and let's see. What about um, what did I miss? Oh, what did I miss? What did I do for what did I miss? Oh, Thomas Jefferson's lumming holes. You know. Okay, you did that. What are you know? That's uh, okay. Oh, one I last. Have, I have the honor to be your obedient servant. L dot bums. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I imagine, but so much it feels just like a memory. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, the the ending is. The bum was wide enough for Lumelton and me. All right. Uh, and that's it. Lumelton. I think that's the uh, that's the title. Very good. I, I just wrote, uh, it took a while, but I did it. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> happy All birthday. Right. Happy birthday. Happy 4th of July. Uh, yeah, let's do plugs. Guys, thank you so much for coming uh, for lumming on the podcast to talk about uh, Alexander Lumelton. Um, Andrew, where can people find you on, on the internet? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Illy Boshan. Uh, and you can find me talking about Australian stuff on the podcast Bunta Vista. That's B-O-O-N-T-A Vista. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. Just talking about a uh, bit of Australian news, whether or not Bigfoot is circumcised, mm. uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> all the important things, you know? You think yeah, Big, yeah. Bigfoot's circumcised? I don't think he is. I think he's living natural out there somewhere. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah. that's right. Um, <laughs> all right. Follow him, Illy Boshin on twitter and francesca where can people find you um uh at twitter at twitter on twitter instagram franny fio and the bituation room podcast yeah listen to the bituation room it's back and it's better than ever um broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions comments concerns uh patreon.com slash broadcast uh to get all that super bonus content uh vince what's the google voice number you guys there's so much bonus content if you're not subscribing you're really really missing out uh 415 for the voicemail broadcast or patreon.com slash broadcast for the patreon god damn right All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good shins. Who lums your bum? Who makes you calm, calm? All right, bye.